2: Plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the PH Nutrition Podcast. My name is Liam. I'm the owner of PH Nutrition, and I am back with Mister Luke Hall to do another research review. Luki, how are you today, buddy?
2: I'm good, thank you man Yeah, good, excited to dive into some studies
1: Yes, well we've got one big study That, that Luke's kind of popped across onto us and As you were in by the the Podcast It's right, regarding a a, it's a kit called Lumen Now you may have seen this potentially advertised on, on Instagram and whatever. Maybe if you're listening to this podcast, you'll probably maybe get some target stance now Guardian Lumen. But the, the title of the paper is the efficacy of a home-use metabolic device, Lumen, in response to a short-term low- and high-carbohydrate diet in healthy volunteers. Now, we wanted to, to cover this paper because there's a bit of a rise in terms of these kind of home-use devices, and we just kind of wanted to, to dive into some some of the recent research and then just give our kind of like opinion on you know why they are used and why they become popular and where we kind of see where we kind of see them fit in the kind of overall kind of nutrition and training and lifestyle and wearables kind of thing so just give us an overview of this of this paper buddy
2: yeah sweet so this paper it's i was going to say interesting it's not hugely interesting it's a relatively bog standard paper But it opens up an interesting discussion, which is what most of this podcast is going to end. Because this paper, essentially, all they set out to do um, was look at the efficacy of the Lumen device. So they basically took 12 volunteers um, and they did two kind of mini studies, I guess, within it. The first one that they did was they took these volunteers and they got them to use the Lumen to give some uh, data on the amount of carbon dioxide they're expelling and calculate an RER. And then what Lumen call a Lumen index, uh, which is essentially an RER, so a respiratory exchange ratio, um, which basically tells you how much proportionally you're burning of fats to carbohydrates. So it tends to be the respiratory exchange ratio tends to be between sort of 0.7 and 1. Closer it is to 1, the more carbohydrates you are using as a fuel at any one time. Closer it is to 0.7, the more kind of fat dominant the fuel you're using is. The Lumen index is, I guess, just another way of them saying this, but it's between one and five because they think that 0.7 to one or any other uh, numbers are too complicated for (laughs) most people. So they've done it to one to five for some reason. So the first, yeah, little thing that they did was they used the Lumen and then they compared this with using Douglas bags, which is kind of the more traditional way um, of looking at gas analysis. Uh, And they made these people do it in fasted conditions then they gave them a high carb meal so the high carb meal being two grams of carbohydrates per kilo body weight which is pretty high yeah, high carb it is, yeah, cashier, yeah. very high carb really uh, and then they took measurements again 30 minutes and 60 minutes after using both the lumen and douglas bags and um, to look at the difference and in that first kind of mini study and a shock to absolutely no one RER and the lumen index was higher 30 minutes after the meal and 60 minutes, it started to drop a little bit, but it was still higher than kind of the baseline under the fasted conditions. And the RERs were pretty close between the lumen and between the Douglas bags. So they basically said, hey, this works for looking at changes post-meal, immediately post-meal, happy days. And they then did another study, which was a little bit longer, where they took 27 adults um, and they made them do seven days of either low or high carb diet. And they judged that by the low carb diet being 20% of their energy intake made up of carbohydrates um, and the high carb being 60% of energy intake being made up of carbohydrates. For this one, they just used the Lumen device. They didn't compare against the Douglas bag or anything like that. They just used the Lumen and the comparison was between high carb, low carb, essentially. Um, They made them use the Lumen uh, in the morning when they're fasted, after breakfast, before their evening meal, after their evening meal, and just before bed. And again, they were looking at and percentage carbon dioxide that they expired. And they were looking at this lumen index, which is essentially just RER. And in a shock again to absolutely no one, the mean targets for all of these were higher in the high carb diet than in the low carb diet. So they saw that, okay, lumen will tell us if you're following a high carb diet, essentially. So as I said, that study itself, the results of that are relatively... Okay, we know that yeah, RER is going to be higher if you're following a high carb diet. We know that it's going to be higher post meal, and this is all stuff that we already know. They were just kind of looking at whether or not the lumen worked, which then opens the question, Liam, of why would anybody, if we know it works anyway, why would why would anybody want to use the lumen? What is their kind of target? What are they wanting to do with this? And I guess what are our thoughts? Yeah,
1: I think I think it's something that. You can kind of question anyone that wears a wearable, you know, why are you wearing Whoop? Mm-hmm. Oh, when I want to say, you know, we like data. We... I
2: question them all <laughs> the time on that. Yeah. It's just
1: like, it gives you a score, doesn't it? Like we like, we like the little rings. We like to complete these, you know, <laughs> whatever the application of it is. But the reason why people are using Lumen and, and these other things such as like the Zoe or even like the continuous glucose monitors is to, is to try and get it. I think it's trying to get an insight in terms of your health, you know, what, what Lumen's kind of tagline is, is your metabolism. So you're trying to understand what your body is, you know, doing, responding to, or what it should be, what it should be doing, and I think that's Lumens' kind of, you know, tagline of like we're telling you what you should be eating. Now, I I, what I haven't got one. I I haven't you I've seen them. I'm actually I haven't used one. I've seen people use them in my in my. I've been present when they've been doing it. I've seen the app and and everything, and I've, I've watched all the videos and read all the content, and that. Basically, what they're talking about is trying to make you be flexible. So teaching your body to be able to utilize carbs when you need carbs and when you want to be burning fat to maintain body composition or lose weight. In in short, all they're advising you to do is eat carbs around your workouts and not carbs away from your workouts, if I'm honest. <laughs> so you you take a breath, you know, 30 minutes before and after your workouts, you take a breath, at every, I think it's before every meal certain times across the day and then what the lumen is it tells you what to eat so firstly practically that's so impractical because i'm like i'm at work i haven't got my thing and it's telling (laughs) me that i've got to eat duck and carrots and whatever a low-carb diet i'm like well i've prepped chili and rice (laughs) so what am i going to do so it's i think the practicality of it is not really there i think that the principle behind metabolic flexibility i think we've spoken about this on a podcast where you're basically your body is switching between utilizing carbs and fats. That kind of naturally happens depending on what you're eating. Like if you, if you eat carbohydrates, your body will prime to be burning carbohydrates. If you don't eat carbohydrates, your body is going to be primed to using fats. Now, obviously the, the type of exercise that you're going to be doing will dictate how your body, what your body burns. But essentially, like what they're saying is like fat usage, carb usage, that would just be dictated by what you're putting in your mouth. I think having a nice scale of one to five of different colors is nice, but I don't really want to pay for that. I like I know if I'm eating a bagel, my, I'm going to be burning carbs. And I know if I don't eat, if I fast, or if I go low carbohydrate, my body is going to be primed to be burning fat as an energy source when I'm just yeah. sitting around or walking to the work or doing whatever. So... I think for me, like that, I hope that kind of gives an understanding of what they're trying to do. They're trying to teach people to be able to kind of manipulate what they eat, to be able to kind of ensure that they're burning fat and utilizing carbohydrates at the right times. I think, no, I agree with that. I just, I just think that paying for the privilege is something that maybe I don't, I don't necessarily personally want to do. I, don't, I think there's other places people can put their money, but I do think that, yeah, Metabolic flexibility is a term that we, we encourage people to do. Like, I think most nutritionists and most kind of coaches would have an element of that built into kind of nutrition plans to help people to achieve their goal. And obviously, the, the, the variation of, within that is going to be different depending on goal. But, you know, it's, it's basically what we do. We got training to meals and anytime meals, and it's, it's a very similar thing. But yeah, what's your take on it, bud?
2: I, uh, with, with regards to kind of the pay to play sort of thing as well, I also think that the people that, so some people I do believe would, would benefit mm, from Lumen. The people that kind of like, like Liam said, that they're, they're enjoy kind of just having that physical date in front, or potentially even the people that don't necessarily see when something may need changing, yeah. when they might potentially need to reduce their intake of, of carbohydrates or whatever. I think without getting too political though that the people that may benefit the most from this, from seeing this kind of data, are most likely going to be the people that, A, it's not going to be in their scope. They're not even going to worry about it at all. And B, they may not necessarily be able to afford it as well. We know within the UK that there's a, a large obesity problem. And this potentially may be useful for that portion of the population. But there's much more affordable and much more useful kind of ways to improve this as well, right? And I think the people that would actively pay for this don't need it don't need it as much as kind of um, i mean no one really needs it but they won't necessarily need it as much as um other members of society as well mm. so that i think is one of the main problems that i have with it i also um because they only measure carbon dioxide you're not gonna be able to get any data in terms of yeah. expenditure yeah. in terms of okay i kind of know sort of you're telling me what to eat yeah, but how much 100 which obviously we know is a huge thing and for that to happen, you need some oxygen measurements. And that's why kind of, you know, traditional measures of gas analysis, like Douglas Bags and that kind of stuff, you're, you're measuring oxygen in there. You're able to calculate a energy expenditure at different times. And home devices looking at kind of energy expenditure and stuff like that. Again, I think, I mean, I used to have one. Uh, and I think they can be useful for athletes for sure, looking at that side of things. I think for most people, the common... Man, the common uh, person does does not need it at all, and I think does not need sort of even a, a half baked metabolic device. I could well. not
1: agree more with with what you said there, and I I do believe that the key driver in helping people to the big rock in helping people to achieve any of their goals is the overall amounts that you're eating. So if you're trying to lose weight, like yes, macronutrient splits matter. This matters. What you're following matters, but in essence, it's the amount, it's the amount of calories that you're going to be eating that will dictate, you know, your, your kind of weight loss. Same with muscle. You need to be eating enough to provide the body with the material to grow. Like, you, you know, you can get the macro splits, right. You can get the food types, right. But if you're not eating enough, you're not going to see progress. So you no know, matter how metabolically flexible you are. And I, I think, like you say, it misses that. Like you say, it doesn't give you that data. And I think that's where giving people recommendations on like say meals and recipes and everything else. And, and, and it does give you targets like carb amounts and they, they kind of class servings, you know, carb servings, protein servings and everything else. But again, like, I don't know how they're calculating that, you know, cause if they, if they're doing that, then they're just going to be sure just using a calculator. I haven't gone through the app, set it up. So I can't comment too much on that. But like I say, they're running measuring, measuring CO2, so it's, it's not going to give you that. Accurate data such as an RMR test, you know, like say gas analysis stuff. So, yeah, I think that that's a, that's a probably a, an area where there's an issue. The other thing is that if you go on their website and they say the benefits, one of the first taglines is one of the things I really love about Lumen is that every day Lumen tells me how to adjust my nutrition plan based on my actual needs. One of the things that people struggle with is consistency <laughs> with their nutrition plan. I don't know about you, Luke, but Having a little device tell me to adjust my meals that I've already shopped for, cook. And then you're going, well, you can't have that. You've got to eat this. And I'd be like, oh, my God, no, I can't do that. I've got two kids and I'm going to train or run a business. And, I'm, you know, I, I don't understand how that practically can work. So then my, my, my thought is that, well, what am I going to be using this for? It's going to tell me to do it. But actually, how am I going to be able to implement it? Now, what you could do then is implement it on an average. If you take the, if you use Lumen, if you are a Lumen user and you're listening to this and you found benefit, please let us know. But if you recorded on a, on, you know, a week and then saw what you kind of, what it averaged out, then you could prep or cook or shop for your food for the following week. I kind of get that, but me, that's me trying to make a workaround about it. Like they want you to do it every day and then adjust based on what your body's currently doing and. For me, that's where I'm like, it just won't work because I I just think people struggle with nutrition anyway, let alone having to kind of adjust things every single day. So, so yeah, look, the benefits of metabolic flexibility are there. Like we want, we want to be able to do that. I just, I just just think, like you say, for the people that really care about that, athletes, more competitive members, like you say, people that might be looking at this you so say probably isn't going to be, is isn't going to be that useful for them. So, yeah, I, I think it's something that if they could, where would you see it be a useful thing if they could add certain things? Would it be if they added like kind of oxygen and they could actually give you like a, an RMR, like a an actual kind of data? Because one of the things that we found was that getting people to come in fasted first thing in the morning to do a test is the actual practicalities of that is quite hard. So if you could get up, roll out of bed, stick that device in your mouth and blow in it, and then you'll be like, you've got your kind of like, you know, your calorie, you know, or your, you know, your RMR, then you can do some, you know, the app could do some very simple calculations because you've actually got some data there. It could give you a target. I think that would be potentially useful.
2: That would be potentially useful. Again, though, to kind of touch on a point that you've already made is only if it were like almost built in as well that you would do this at key points across the year. And it's not an everyday thing. You're not getting up every morning and looking at what is my energy expenditure for this day (laughs) going to be, what's it going to be for this day? And obviously you you build into a meal plan kind of the way energy expenditure changes day to day on training days, on non-training days. But I do think what you said with regards to kind of the plan changing each day and changing in that moment, if it was a case of, okay, at the start of say maybe a six week block, Use this device, get a resting energy expenditure, quick calculations. Here's the nutrition plan for this block. Six weeks from now, what's changed? Do it again. See any differences. Here's your nutrition plan for this block. I think day-to-day changes like that are just not going to be useful and they're probably going to cause more harm than good for sure. Yeah. I think there was another thing that I was going to say, but it's just run from my mind. I hate it with
1: that. Yeah. like you say, you, you, for me, I'm just stepping back and looking at it from a practical perspective because we work with people day to day. Every single time it comes back, like it is consistency. It's why people do, you know, diets are January and can't do it by March. It's why people have dieted before and not maintained results. Like it's the consistent nature of being able to stay on whatever form of nutrition plan or diet that you're following is a is really hard thing. And our job as nutritionists and coaches and everyone is to make things simple for, for, for the clients, for, for the general user, because... It's really hard. Like, you know, we will find it as people that are slightly more educated and understanding in nutrition, it's challenging to really stay consistent all of the time. And I think just sometimes adding this type of thing in can just some, it's just not needed for, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say hundred percent of the population, but it, I do think that some people will find a benefit. I, I just feel that sometimes we can jump to these thinking it's like, oh, it's going to help me to understand what my body needs. And actually what your body needs is for you to be consistent with the thing that you've probably paid for or done before, you know, before (laughs) for longer than Monday to Thursday. And if you do that, then you're probably going to see results. I think that's what your body needs as opposed to this science-based approach where I blow into something and it tells me if I'm metabolically flexible and like, oh, I shouldn't eat carbs for three weeks. Oh, we've got loads of benefits. You know, and it's just like, oh, I felt better in my workouts. Yes, because you told you to eat carbohydrates beforehand. And you did, and you felt better, like shock. So I think that's where I've got thing. And it kind of goes into, the, you know, the other thing, like CGMs and everything else. Like, you know, people starting to use these for like dietary interventions and these home at-home wearables. I think the the day, the, the fact that it's starting to happen is amazing because getting some form of objective data is awesome. Getting whoop and aura and all of these things is awesome. It's really good. It's just the interpretation and the actual use of them. is challenging at the moment. And I think the CGM monitors where it monitors your kind of blood glucose levels and then advise you on what you should be eating again. Same, same thing. Shock. My blood blood sugar went up when I ate carbohydrates. Oh, you want to manage your, you want to manage your sugar level. You want to manage your blood sugar levels. What do you do? Well, stop eating carbs. Like I wore, I wore one yeah. for like three, four weeks and it literally was just spiked like three, four times a day when I ate, you know, I was just like, it was like, oh, you need to manage your insulin levels. and I was just like, well, I don't really, cause I'm training quite frequently and I'm moving quite a lot and I'm pretty lean. So I don't really need to, because if I start reducing all the carbohydrates to manage my blood sugar levels, I got no energy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I do think CGM has its place in certain situations but not necessarily the the situations which people like Zoe are kind of wrote them for. Like for ultra endurance athletes, it can be useful during a session to get live data fed back to your phone to be like, hang on a minute, my blood glucose levels are dropping. Let's fuel. Let's create some fueling plans for those kind of long term events. That's kind of a profile as well. Then super useful, definitely. definitely. For day to day, less so.
1: I agree. But... If you are uh, someone that's used Lumen and has found it to be useful found it to be rubbish, let us know, like drop me, you know, drop us a message on, on pH underscore nutrition on Instagram, you know, let us know because we would love to do that. And what we'll do is we'll feedback if anything that we do, if we do get anyone, we'll we'll do this on the next Q and a and we'll kind of feed back potentially some, some people's results and what they've seen. So I'd be interested to hear because I've only ever seen it and we, we, we i think one time it first came out we had it in one of the footy clubs and it came in. I don't think it was Lumen, I think it's a very similar device. And yeah, we said what what are we gonna use it for? <laughs> so we ended up not doing it. But we'll see. But good study. I think it's nice to kind of you know like I said, the study was popped up mainly to to give them some validation on it. But I think it's nice for us to, to open those lines of discussion and hopefully listeners as you found it useful anything to finish on Luke no
2: I think that's uh, that's pretty much it just yeah don't spend your money on fun new things just because they're fun and
1: new yeah like I say has potential but I don't think it's quite there yet Uh, lovely thank you so much for listening uh, and we will be back with some more research reviews in the very near future if there's any paper that you come across you want us to kind of dive into or a topic that you want us to and we go on to a little bit more detail around And then please just, just drop us a link on, on social media or drop us an email on the website. Please share, rate this podcast if you really enjoyed it. And, and thank you so much for your support and, and listening today. Have a wonderful day. And we'll catch you on the next episode.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.